podcast, everybody. Thank you all for tuning in. Please feel free to invite your family and friends. Tonight, we will be lifting a man up in prayer. Husbands, fathers, brothers, nephews, and sons. We pray that they will have eternal perspective and glorify God in all they do. We pray that they will seek God's plan for their life, families, physical, spiritual, and emotional health. We pray that they will be slow to anger and do not easily become frustrated with their jobs, wives, kids, or circumstances. We pray that they will work hard in providing for their families and have discernment in financial matters. We pray that their sexual desires be focused on their wives and marriage intimacy be both satisfying and an expression of selfless love. We pray that their heart would be guarded against sexual temptations. We pray that they will be surrounded by godly men who will help keep them accountable and encourage them to grow in their walk with the Lord. We pray that they will be light to those around them and boldly share the gospel. We pray that they will be godly examples to their children. And we pray that they will walk in love, serve God and others with a pure heart. Amen. Today's topic is, Beloved, you are forgiven. Do you feel forgiven? Do you think God holds your sins against you? Some people believe God throws our sins in our face for control and to make us fear him. God wants to answer those questions. God says in Psalms 103 and 34, he forgives all sins and heals all diseases, who redeems your life from the pit and crowns you with love and compassion. Hebrews 8 and 12 states, and I will forgive their wickedness, and I will never again remember their sins. Beloved, let go of the past, let go of religion, let go of what the people say, and hold on to God's truth. Our Father forgave us for Jesus' sake. So forgive yourselves and walk as those that the Lord has cleansed from sin. He does not hold them over our head. And he will not throw your sins in your face. He chooses to forget them. Thank you, Lord, for my sins are many. Furthermore, what happens if we refuse to repent? Repentance means that you change the way you think, behave, and turn from your wicked ways, as well as try your best to be a better person. If you choose not to repent, that means you are still willfully sinning, and those who choose to sin will not be forgiven. In the book of Matthew, chapter 12, verse 31 and 32 states, So I tell you, any sin, blasphemy, shall be forgiven. Blasphemy means disrespect, cursing, and swearing. But blasphemy against the Holy Spirit which will never be forgiven. I'll read that again. Blasphemy against the Holy Spirit, which will never be forgiven. Now here's the teeth. You can be forgiven and still dead in your sins, controlled by Satan, blind and deaf to God's truth. Check this out. God's forgiveness makes salvation possible. According to John 17 and 3, men must, still respond to God's forgiveness with repentance and faith in God. That's saying nobody's off the hook. We all must bow. Amen.
the importance of forgiving others so you can be forgiven cannot be possibly overstated. 2 Corinthians 2, 10 and 11 reads, When you forgive this man, I forgive him too. And when I forgive whatever needs to be forgiven, I do so with Christ's authority for your benefit so that Satan will not outsmart us, for we are familiar with his evil schemes. Let's address some thoughts of Satan that he uses against us. John 10 and 10 states, the thief comes only to steal and kill and destroy. He wants to steal our joy, kill our hope, and destroy our faith. And if Satan has his way, broken dreams, damaged self-worth, shattered relationships, alienation, and isolation comes upon us. Just to name a few troubles the enemy brings into our life. Besides lying, there are other tools he uses to accomplish his goals. We already know he accuses men day and night before God, according to Revelations. Satan also tempts us. The same method he used to tempt both Adam and Eve with us, he uses physical, emotional, and spiritual temptations. He loves when we have pity parties. That's his favorite. Satan blinds us. When we are in the midst of that pity party, which amounts to unbelief, the light of hope of the gospel dimmed, Satan's sitting right there encouraging us to shoot ourselves. Why not? Life sucks. No one cares. Where is your Jesus at now? He watches and waits. Here's an example. A lion watches the herd, waiting for a straggler or a wanderer to become separated from the rest. And then he pounces. Satan is that lion of darkness. In conclusion, failing to forgive plays right into the devil's hand in so many ways. It gives him power in our lives from which he is free to cause damage to us. There is no better choice we can make in the realm of the spiritual world than to forgive others. It sets us free. It frees God to protect us, and it takes away Satan's platform in our life. Think about it. Pray about it. And do something. Make some changes in your life. Amen. Thank you all for tuning in. And please have a great weekend, and I will return on Monday. But remember this. You are enough. When you're striving to improve yourself, your career, or your relationship, that's all good. But remember to start acknowledging that you are worthy of self-love and you can achieve anything. Be blessed.